This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You are listening to Any Given Sunday, a part of the Dead End Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting services. Please make sure you check out Dead End Hip Hop, Dead End Sports, Dead End Gaming, Is the Mic Still On, Chris Platt's Strictly Hip Hop and Hoops Talk, and a host of other shows on our podcast network. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. You are listening to Any Given Sunday for Monday, June 1st, 2020. I am your host, Manny Brown. What's up, everybody? Um, In a week that will definitely live in, in infamy. And in the history books, um, hopefully you guys had a happy, safe, blessed week. Um, well, this is one of those weeks and one of those episodes that, um, you know, just turning on this microphone and having a normal podcast episode and a normal interview talking about whatever mundane sports topic or whatever pop culture conversation that I felt needed to be had just just wouldn't do it for me today. It just wouldn't be right. It just wouldn't be apt or appropriate. I felt like these, this is one of those weeks and this is one of those episodes that if you have a platform, however big it is, it is your duty to use it to speak up. And of course, when I say speak up, not everybody's going to agree with your opinion. Not everybody's going to side with you on you know what side of the spectrum you are in. I'm sure people are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to think I'm way off on a lot of things that I believe. But I'm going to I'm going to say what I feel. And if it pisses somebody off, then so be it. But I'm I'm talking to you guys tonight as a person who's just fed up. I'm fed up. And. Not just fed up, not just angry, because like, of course, like every person of color, every man of color, every black man in this country, I've run through the full gamut of emotions. I've I've gone through anger. I've gone through hurt. I've gone through exasperation. I've gone through cynicism. I mean, I've gone through the full gamut of emotions, um, but I'm just tired. You know, it's that old phrase. I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm just tired. I'm tired and I've lost hope. I've lost hope in a system that continues to allow black men to be viciously hunted and murdered on the street by the same by the same officials that we pay to protect and serve our communities. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of a system of systemic and institutionalized racism that continues to oppress black people and minorities in this country for decades and centuries after centuries. I'm tired of it. And I'm tired of it because I just look and this just never changes. 
Nothing changes. We get upset. We get mad. We protest. We riot. We loot. We pillage. We break shit. We burn shit to the ground. And then what? Nothing happens. Nothing happens. And I just, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to to think. And I try to be a very positive person in my life for the most part. But I've honestly, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to think. I don't know what else to feel because it is hopelessness. It is a feeling of, of just absolute defeat because it's just the system continues to play out and there's no accountability. There's no leadership. And this goes beyond the killing of George Floyd, obviously. George Floyd is just another in a long line of unarmed black men that have been brutalized and murdered by the police. This is just so much more than that. And and it almost bother me, bothers me that it's it's become more than just this, right? Because obviously you don't ever want to just take the take the attention away from a from a crime and a situation that happened in the moment. But this is just so much more than that. This is about Again, this is about a system of oppression and institutional racism that permeates in this country and that has permeated in this country for decades and that we continue to allow and that we continue to tolerate. It's disgusting, but it is who this country is. It is who we are. This is America. And I'm not just referencing a, a Childish Gambino song. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that this is America. This is who we are. You know, it's funny. America. America loves considering itself and loves, you know, you know, washing itself in this fairy tale, the land of the free, you know, the, 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 the beacon of hope, you know, the land of opportunity, you know, Lady Liberty, you know, the, the shining light on an island, you know, like all of the, the, the fancy cliches that have been thrown out in every history book in America. Right. That, you know, this 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 myth that America is just so perfect. We love that idea, but we're not. We're a flawed country with flawed people, with flawed ideologies, and nothing changes. Nothing changes. Nothing gets better. And it's almost, it's like a, it's a vicious cycle. It's like we're a hamster on a hamster wheel. We just keep going and going and going. And it just, and again, we just, we'll pro, you know, something will happen. We'll protest it. Then we'll riot. Then we'll get mad. And then of course you'll have a divide. You'll have people on one side that are for it. One side that'll say it's anarchy and you know, that people are this and that and the other. And, and what changes? And I'm not pointing the fingers at just one person or one party or one entity. No, this is this is a multi-layered issue. This is something that that goes beyond red states, blue states. This is this goes beyond, you know, politicians with little R's by their name or little D's by their name. This goes beyond all that because it's easy in these moments to say, oh, well, you know, see, this is why you should go vote. And and if you just go vote, these things won't happen. But no, that's that we all know that's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit because this isn't a political issue necessarily, although it has definitely some 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 traces in the political system. This is this is a failure at the highest level from a judicial standpoint, from a legislative standpoint, from an executive standpoint. This is a failure at the city, at the 
regional, at the state, at the federal level. I mean, this is just an absolute failure at every single level of government. The fact that these situations continue to happen and there is no accountability and that there is no justice. It's painful. It's nauseating. And it's just people are fed up. What you saw this weekend was the manifestation of decades of people just being fed up with the fucking system. It's that simple. And of course, you're going to have bad actors. Of course, you're going to have people that are that are glomming on to a cause because, you know, because it's 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 convenient or because they just are anarchists. I hate using that word, but it's because it's become such it's become a coded media word now. But for for lack of a better term, anarchists, right? Of course, you're going to have people that are that are that are faking the cause or faking the funk to, to try to to try to loot or to get some free shit or to steal or whatever. That's fine. You're going to have that in every cause you go throughout history. I'm sure that there were there were bad actors in every political and social movement around. But what you saw this weekend are people, a lot of people that are just fed up, that are tired, that are frustrated, that are crying out for help. That are saying that the system of government that which in, in which we have in place has failed us, has failed millions of young and old black men and women in this country for decades, for decades. And it doesn't matter if our president is black. It doesn't matter if our president is white. It doesn't matter if our president is neoliberal. It doesn't matter if our president is progressive. It doesn't matter if our president is a neo-fascist. It doesn't matter. It does not matter because it's been a system that has been allowed to run amok for too long, for too long. As I, as I sat here this weekend and I thought about what I wanted to say. I, I just just taking everything in like everybody, of course. Right. I, I thought about. 92, 92 riots and Rodney King, 30 years. Think about that. 30 years ago, Rodney King got his ass whooped in L.A. 30 years ago. And what has changed? What has changed? What has changed? 30 years, three decades, almost what has changed? How are we different? The same hopelessness, the same cynicism we had then, we still have now. And it's even greater. And it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what platitudes, it doesn't matter what, what phony statements politicians give or local leaders give, it still keeps happening. It still keeps happening. And people are fed up. They're tired. And what you saw this weekend, for the most part, were people saying, we don't know what else to do. We don't know what else there is. What other route is there for us to really call for change? We've tried it your way. We've tried peaceful protests. We've tried voting. Again, don't let people don't let people, you know, bamboozle you into thinking that this is just something that will just simply be fixed in November. That if you just go to the ballot box and vote on the person with the little D by his name, or at the very least with the person with the little I by his name that leans with the D's, that caucuses with the D's, 
that all of this will be fixed. No, because this is beyond that. This is beyond voting. This is beyond just, you know, writing some op-ed in the New York Times. This is beyond that. This is beyond some little corporate statement that some PR person wrote. It's beyond that. This is beyond all of that. This is folks looking for real, actual change. Not just not just change, but wholesale changes, wide-scale changes, an upheaval of the system. And for too long, we've made excuses for too long. White people and I'm and I'm, I'm directing this towards white people, the majority for too long. White people, the majority have made excuses or they simply have turned their blinders on and just don't want to hear it because it, it doesn't affect them. It's not something you think about. It's not something that you have to go through your daily life thinking about or even even considering that it would ever happen to you. Because it makes you uncomfortable or because it or because you just live in this bubble in this box that, oh, we're not racist. We we, we elected a black president as if somehow that that quelled 200 years of of oppression and racism. One election, one black guy that that solved everything right. That just that just did away with hundreds of years of learned behavior. It didn't. What you saw this weekend was a lack of leadership. Who were the leaders? Some black celebrities came out, spoke out and said, said just completely tone deaf things. Some of them said moronic things. But but see, that is why I'm always so critical of the folks that say, oh, well, we want these athletes and these entertainers to use their platforms and to speak up. Sometimes sometimes that's a gift and a curse. And this weekend was the personification of that, because when you give these people a hot mic and you and you you tell them or not even tell them when they feel compelled to speak up on issues that they're not even educated on or well versed in. They come out and make asinine statements and make themselves look like complete and utter morons. So who were the leaders? There were some people that shined. Dr. Cornell West, as always, shines. A few people here and there shined. But for the most part, the people that are lead that you would think, quote unquote, are leaders. Obviously, we all know we don't have a president. And and stop with this. You know, where's Trump? Why hasn't he delivered an address to the nation? Why isn't he this or why isn't he that or why hasn't he behaved presidential? Like, are we still bringing this up four years after the fact? Are we still having this conversation with Donald Trump? Have we not learned that this is who this man is? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me a thousand times, you're a fucking idiot. Like, this is who he is. Why hasn't he risen to the occasion? Because he'll never rise to the occasion. Because he's a moron. Because he's not qualified. But we know this. This is not a surprise. It's not a shock to anyone. He didn't rise to the occasion in, in Charlottesville. He didn't rise to the occasion where kids were being put in cages. He didn't rise to the occasion on many of the issues that have happened over the last four years. He's going to rise to the occasion now. Why? He's going to meet the moment now. He's going to do what he's always done. He's going to play on on neo-fascism and racism and bigotry and xenophobia. He's going to just go right down the playbook. He's going to go right through the hit list, play the biggest hits, because that's what he does. 
That's all he's capable of doing. So this is I'm not even surprised on Donald Trump. But let's be fair. Where's the leadership on the Democratic side? Nowhere. Because you know, you know why? Because everyone is culpable. Everyone is culpable. Every single person on both sides of the aisle is culpable. Every single politician, every single mayor, every single elected official from mayors to governors, city, district, county, attorneys, county officials, on up to the federal government, congressmen, senators, presidents, they're all culpable on each side of the aisle. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. From Barack Obama to Bill Clinton, from Richard Nixon to George W. Bush, they're all accountable. Every single one of them. They all have blood on their hands. In all of their administrations, this has happened. And they've done nothing to fix it. Sure, some have, some, have, some have thrown some bones out there and have made little changes around the margins. But for the most part, none of them have done anything to fix this problem, to fix this issue. None of them. So there goes my point that this is a lack of leadership. There is no leadership. There's, there's just such a vacuum of leadership right now that that is in part why you see what you saw this weekend. People are fed up. People are angry. People are crying out for help. People are searching for leadership, for guidance, and they're not getting it. They're not getting it from the federal government. They're not getting it from their state government. They're not getting it from their local municipalities and city governments. They're not getting it from anywhere. You shouldn't be looking at celebrities to give you leadership. That's for sure. Because these people don't live in our world. They're so out of touch with reality. You think you think you think LL Cool J is in tune with our reality that he can relate to what I go through or what you go through or what what anybody else that's that's a middle class person in this country right now that's working every day to try to put food on the table. Do you think he did? Do you honestly think and I'm just using LL as an example. I'm I I could have easily picked any celebrity Taylor Swift, whoever, whoever, whoever you want to choose. Right. Do you think that these people are in tune with our reality? No, the fuck they're not. They're celebrities. Some of them are smarter than others. Some of them are more articulate and well-educated and well-versed. But for the most part, a lot of them are just celebrities that are that live in a bubble, that live in their own world. So to search out leadership in these in, in these individuals, it's a, it's a fruitless labor. It really is. Now, some have stepped up, some have answered the call, some NBA players have said some brilliant things, some have made asses of themselves, Michael Porter Jr. Like, it's typical. But I cannot understate and I cannot underscore the fact that people are just fed up, fed up. They're tired. They're tired. They're tired of the George Floyds being murdered, of the Sandra Bland's being murdered, of the Breonna Taylor's being murdered, of the Ahmaud Arbery's being murdered, of the Tamir Rice's of the world being murdered, of the Trayvon Martins of the world being murdered. They're sick and tired. 
and why this is so personal to some folks, why this is so existential to some folks is because this is real. This is real life. This is not a game. This isn't just some political gimmick that people attach themselves to because it's it's convenient or because people want to be cool or quote unquote woke. No, this is real life. This is existential to a lot of us. I walk in the skin color every single day. I could be I could be the next George Floyd in the wrong place in the wrong time. With a bigot and racist cop looking to get his rocks off. And there I am, my life, in a matter of minutes, nine minutes, gone. I could be George Floyd. I could have been Michael Brown. My son, I have a son. I am raising a African-American son in this country. The hardest motherfucking job to do on this planet is to be a parent. It's to be a father. Couple that with being a black father to a black son. That shit. That shit is a fucking impossible job. My son could have been Tamir Rice. My son could be Trayvon Martin. My wife could be Sandra Bland or Breonna Taylor. My brother, cousins, friends. Relatives could be Botham Jean or Amadou Diallo. This shit is real for us, man. If you walk around in this skin, this shit hits you. You relate to it in a way that's that very few people can comprehend. So that's so this is why this is so personal. This is why this is a plead and a cry for help. And, you know, I certainly, you know, and I was on social media this weekend and you're on Facebook and your Twitter. And and of course, you know, you have people with differing views and people on both sides of the aisle and and, you know, people coming up with theories on how to how to change. And then, of course, you you stumble onto the videos of cops and, you know, protesters kneeling together. And, and it's like, don't fall for that trap, people. Because that's what they also do to pacify you is, hey, look at this video of this cop and these few cops or this precinct or this department kneeling with protesters as if that's it. That'll do it. See, these are the nice ones. See, they're not all bad, right? Because that's how they pacify you. That's how they tell you shut the fuck up that they're not all bad, that not everybody's a freaking Derek Chauvin. But it's it's a ploy. I don't want to fucking see cops kneeling with with other black people. I don't want to see us playing basketball or I don't want to see us holding hands together, marching up and down streets and saying we shall overcome. You know what I want? I want accountability. And I tweeted this today. I want accountability. I want prosecutions and I want convictions. In that fucking order, that's all I want. I don't want statements. I don't want little press conferences. I don't want little ribbons that say you're down for the cause. I don't want nonsensical committee meetings that lead to nothing. I want change. And we can get to how we get to those changes and we can get to how we enact those changes. But that's what I want. I want accountability. I want prosecutions and I want convictions. I want you to hold these bad apples. And that's another thing. You know, you hear a lot about, oh, it's only so many. It's only these folks or it's only some bad apples. A lot of them are good cops. And look, 
I will say it. I will even go down that rabbit hole, right? Of saying, yeah, there's a lot of great cops. I know them. I have friends that are cops. One of my best friends is a CO, Lucas, my original co-host when I started podcasting. As you guys all know that have listened to this show from the beginning, Lucas is the corrections office. He's in law enforcement. I have other friends that are police officers, I have people in my family, my wife's aunt, wife's cousins, my wife's, in the case of my wife's aunt, retired New York City police officer, 25 years, my cousin-in-law, police officer, what, for five years, uncles, cousins, police officers. Of course, there's a lot of great cops, the majority of them, great cops, good people, wanted that that joined because they wanted to make a difference. But this is a call to action for those folks, because I get tired of every time something like this happens. Right. We always say, well, it's only a few bad apples or it's only these. It's only this percentage of them that are just assholes and bad people. And I get so annoyed by that because it's a cop out. Because we need to start holding these folks to accountability, but not just the bad apples, but the good apples, quote unquote, the folks that are the good cops. We need to start challenging them and start holding them accountable for not speaking up, for not holding their fellow man and woman accountable. If they're all these good cops, all of these, quote unquote, good apples that exist in these police forces. Right. Why don't they speak up? Why don't they sit there and say, you know what, this is bullshit and this is not the police department that I joined. Like, don't just make statements, but actual actions. Put your badge on the table, put your skin in the game and say, you know what, this is bullshit and this is not the police police department that I joined. This is not the job that I train so hard and do so well each and try to do so well each and every day. This isn't it. This isn't what I signed up for. And I'm personally disgusted and in unison, every single man in unison, do that. All these good cops that we say exist, right? And that we all know exist. Why don't they hold their fellow man accountable? Why don't they speak up? Why don't they challenge their police unions in unison and say enough is enough? You want to talk about change, how real change gets enacted? That's a start. That's a start. Cops taking control of other cops. Cops taking control of the system of policing in which this behavior permeates up and down police departments around this country. That's a start. So I'm tired of hearing that excuse. I'm tired of hearing that. Oh, there's just a bad. No, the good apple. It's time for the good apples, the good cops to step the fuck up. To be accountable. What role do they play in? Because if you're silent, then you're complicit. If you're silent, you are complicit. If you don't speak up, if you don't hold your fellow woman, man, accountable and put their feet to the fucking fire that you are complicit. You are just as much a part of the problem as the bad motherfuckers like Derek Chauvin. You're just as much a part of the problem. You're no different. You're no different. People are fed up, man. I'm fed up. I'm fed up. I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm, I mean, just watching this man get murdered in a cold, callous, vicious way. It, it, it just... It just does something to you that it's just, you know, we need to change. We need a revolution. And I don't throw that term out there lightly. We need a fucking revolution. We need a revolution at the highest of levels. We need a revolution in our political ideology. We need a revolution 
in our in the way we treat ourselves and we treat others. We need wholesale changes in this country. We need to start admitting that the America that we so believe is so great and so flawless is not the America that we think is so great. Hasn't been so great for a lot of people for a long time. For a long time. And we need to be honest. And be willing to have these tough conversations. And I've had some folks, I've had some some white people reach out to me this weekend. Right. People that say, you know, what can I do? How can I understand, you know, what, what, you know, people that are coming to me in good faith, or at least I think they're coming to me in good faith. Right. And all I tell them is speak up, speak up, let your voice be heard. Use your little platform. We all have a platform. Every single person with a Facebook page, every single person with a Snapchat, every single person with an Instagram account, whether you use it every single day, every hour of the day, or whether you post through every three months, we all have a platform. However, however minuscule, whether you have 100,000 followers, whether you have 10 followers, whether it's a bunch of strangers that follow you or whether it's just family members and coworkers that follow you, we all have a platform. Use that platform and speak up. To the white folks, to the white individuals, men, women, children that have reached out to me this weekend, not children, but men and women that have reached out to me and have asked me these questions. Use your platform. Speak up. If you see these injustices, don't don't hide behind the same media bullshit. That that these media organizations, the corporate media organizations regurgitate every single time. No, do your own research. Talk to us. Talk to men of color that you know, that you may know. And if you don't know, then search out somebody. But educate yourself on the issues. Educate yourself on what, what the fuck people are talking about. And even if you are educated, like I said, use your platform. Speak out. Say this is wrong. And don't just say it in passing, but keep saying it. Use that platform. If you're a podcaster and you really are disgusted with this shit, use your platform. Whether you're the fucking, whether you're the Joe Rogan podcast or whether you're any given Sunday. Whether you have a million listeners each week, whether you have 10 listeners each week, use your platform. This microphone is your biggest weapon. And Rome wasn't built in a day. Change isn't easy. Sometimes change is messy. It's really messy. Change is dangerous sometimes. And you're going to piss people off along the way. But don't be afraid to piss people off. Don't be afraid to say what's right. That's one thing I have never been afraid of. I've never been afraid to piss people off. I believe in what I believe in. And if you don't, then oh well, so be it. Fuck you. This isn't a both sides issue for me. This isn't a meet me halfway issue. My people, people that wear this skin that I wear are being slaughtered every day in these streets. Every day. Every single fucking day. So this isn't a half, this isn't a, a meet me halfway issue. This isn't a, a both sides issue. This isn't a devil's advocate issue. Don't come to me with black on black crime or what about isms. I don't want to hear it. Black men, black women, black children are being targeted on these streets by the same officials that we pay to protect our communities. And it's time for a change. 
And I, for one, will not be silent. I am going to use this platform, however small it is. I will push that change each and every week in my local communities. I will push that change each and every week. And again, this isn't just about going out to vote, because, again, every single politician on every single side of those two aisles has culpability in this. All of their hands have blood on it. Every single one. So this isn't just a voting issue. So don't let people con you into thinking, oh, just vote for Joe Biden and things will be better. Just vote for this this senator that has the D by their name or this elect local official that has the D by their name. Absolutely not. They're all culpable. Hold these politicians accountable. Go to your town halls, go to your city council meetings and ask them direct questions. What do you plan to do to to end the genocide? of black people in this country by law enforcement because that's what the fuck it is and i'm not using hyperbole that's what the fuck it is that's what the fuck it is ask them directly what do they plan to do about it you want my vote you don't owe any politician anything they have to earn your vote and if they want your vote ask them directly what do you plan to do to fix this issue And hold them accountable. Hold their feet to the fire each and every single day that they hold office. Find out who these politicians' biggest donors are. And if if that shit don't align with your beliefs, hold their asses accountable. This shit is real, man. It's real. It's real. It's real. And and again, I'm challenging the good cops, the quote-unquote good apples out there. I'm challenging you. You step up. Hold your fellow man and woman accountable. Speak up. Even if it alienates you, have the guts, show the guts to speak up, to go public, to challenge your police union, to challenge your police reps, to break the culture down from within because we need y'all because that's another thing. If we're going to make real change, sometimes real change also has to start from within. So I'm challenging every single I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear about oh, there's some good cops. There's some good cops. Nah, I don't want to hear that. If you're a good cop, if you're as good and as pure and as sound as everyone says that you are. And I'm not just saying it to the folks I don't know. I'm challenging my friends, the people that I know, family members, best friends, etc. I'm challenging you. To speak up, to hold these individuals accountable. To destroy that good old boy network. Challenge these pricks and these pussies that hide behind a badge. Challenge them. Challenge the system that has allowed this to happen. Bring justice to the thousands of lives that are claimed by these racist, bigoted police tactics each and every single year. I challenge you. I challenge you. I'm going to get up out of here. I don't I don't want to keep going because, again, it's it's too much. It's a lot on my mind. A lot of times I turn this microphone on and it's therapeutic, like I've like I've always said. And and I felt like I had to get this off my chest. I had a, I had a show scheduled with Josh. Uh, Josh Rodriguez, one of our favorite guests. But I, I just felt like I couldn't wait. I couldn't I couldn't. We'll have Josh on on chill next week, but I, I just couldn't wait. I couldn't. Um, I couldn't stay silent, man. I got to use my platform. I got to use what I have in front of me, this microphone. That's a powerful tool. To speak up, and I'm sure people are not going to agree with me. There may, there may be some people of color 
that may not agree with me. But I got to say what I got to say. I got to be real to myself. I got to speak my truth and I got to say what's on my mind. And I got to use my platform to. To speak up. To speak up. And hopefully I did that with this show. Hopefully I did that with this episode. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Without you guys, there is no show. You can follow me on Twitter at the Manuel Brown on Instagram, the Manuel Brown, Facebook, Manuel Brown, Snapchat, Manny Bro 15. You can follow the show on Twitter at AGS pod on Instagram, AGS podcast, Facebook, any given Sunday. Make sure you become a member of any of AGS nation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Without you guys, there is no show. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for making this podcast a success. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for allowing me to turn on this microphone each and every week and talk to you guys. Things will get better. I know I started this show hopeless, <laughs> less lacking hope and, and lacking, you know, any any vision or any any excitement for the future. But I really believe we're going to get there. But we got to fight. We got to fight this war, man, because this is a fucking war. That's what it is. Don't make no mistake about it. This is a war. This is a war against the establishment. This is a war against everything that this country secretly stands behind. The pillars of institutional racism that have stood for 200 and some odd years. This is what that war is about. And we got to fight it. And it's not going to be easy and it's going to be messy. And we might take some casualties along the way, but we got to fight it. We got to fight it. Whether you're the greatest the biggest name in the world or whether you're a peon like me, we got to fight it. We got to fight it. I'm going to get up out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Check out next week for another episode of the podcast. I'm Manny Brown. This is Any Given Sunday. I'm out of here. Peace. Peace.